Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge presents a chat show. We're live in Edge HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. And good news, bad news, depending on where you're listening. Um, well, I think it's bad news. Ryan, special comments, Crawford isn't with us today. Um, and so sadly, in his place, we have world's worst sound guy, Lester Diamond. Lester, how are you? The world's best sound guy. Best, worst. Well, I'm a bit worried because, you know, there is the... in. We've put you near the sound desk and we thought, let's give you a crunchy bag of chips as well. So I'm looking forward to that coming out in the episode. Look at this. I'm about to chat and he's about to have a drink, ladies and gentlemen. He's ready and raring to go. Some of the good old H2O, but... Um, is your life motto, don't fuck up? Again? <laughs> again? It's, if it is, I haven't been following it. No, yeah, no. How you been anyway, buddy? It's been... You weren't on last week. You were, you were missing in action. No, I had a week off. Um, yeah. You know, I, I went away. You went away? Any, uh, anywhere, anywhere? Any, you see any sights? Just, or? just a When you say away, was it like, you know, that weekend detention time <laughs> of year? You know? His happy place. <laughs> Silver water or... You know. I went to a happy place called Newcastle, New South Wales. Wow, yeah. <laughs> ladies, what a downer! Ladies and gentlemen, it must be a thing. You might, you might, long-term listeners might recognise that voice. <laughs> New this, this is, I think, his fourth or fifth appearance on the podcast. You're on episode one, ladies and gentlemen. Peter Mizell. Hi, thank you for having me back. No, th- thank you for coming in before the intro. That's nice. It was good. You saved well, me. Well, I couldn't help time. it. There was sarcastic. Openings. I'm not going to miss them. Just you know, with Lester, who's so polished and smooth, you might not get another hundred. That is true. That is true. Also, I love. Can I just throw more? Our sound guy Lester. His first question, and he wasn't making. How do you start this? That's true. That's <laughs> great true. choice. He was. He did. He, it's been a lot. I think because it's in his defense, we haven't let him near the sound equipment Good in a long time. He reminds me of Vanderbilt and F Troop. You know, the blind guy who was the lookout. <laughs> hey, Lester, he's stealing your gimmick with dated references. What year was that from? No, F Troop. Wow, that would have been from 1965. 1965. I don't know, I'm making it up, but around that. I think it was earlier than that because it was black and white. I remember watching F Troop because they used to replay it. And I think it's still on one of the digital channels. Occasionally they show it. It's, it's a great show. But it was started in black and white. Yes, it did. What's his name? Um, Forrest Tucker. Larry, Larry Stolz. Larry Storch. Storch. He's still with us. 95. Wow. Yeah, I know. See, you, you, you're the I second. Have a chance. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he's your career or Larry Storch style. <laughs> When I'm 95, I'll hit it big. Yeah, 95. There you go. So all those bookers hold off um, booking Pete for another five years till he hits 95. They've been doing it so far. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all going to happen to you, buddy. Well, you're, you're at one end of your career. The, the, and first time guest. And is this your, I think it might be his first podcast. Yes, it is. It is. First podcast. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Tom Orr, how are you, buddy? I'm very well. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, thank you. You're on a couch next to Mizell in the same room as Lester <laughs> Diamond. I mean, you know, you, you're taking life, you're living it. It's great, yeah. Uh, Lester and I just kind of zoned out the last five minutes while you two were talking. But F Troop. Yeah, no idea what you're talking about. You don't know F Troop? Never heard of it. Oh, it started, it started in black and white, ended in radio. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't know you'd have to be naked when you do these podcasts. No, no Pete, that's just you. It's a bit weird. <laughs> but it still looks like I'm wearing a jumper. At your age, you'd get away with a lot, Pete, because like, if you do something crazy, you go, oh, poor thing, dementia's set in early. Does anyone ever think that, or...? They think it because it happens. <laughs> well, I remember doing a gig with you. Oh God, really? Yeah, well, I, know, I know. I know. It's rare. I'm sure I don't. No, but you you did the same joke twice. Yeah, I remember that. Straight, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And I thought, and he killed. And I go after you. I go, did you mean to do that? And you're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> was, you just I absolutely do. destroyed with that. Yeah. But you, did you think? Did you write that into your set for next week, or you just forgot? Next week, how optimistic of you! <laughs> no, well, I remember the gig because it was a three-night run, and that was night two, I think. Is that true? Yeah, it was at, at at a venue that used to be in the city. I don't remember ever having a three-night run. I remember maybe, being maybe booked for two. some, but 
Never quite well, making it the it distance. Was, that's a very sad conversation. Great amnesia bit, Pete. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it up for the dementia. Well, you were telling us before the show, mate, um, you had a road rage incident, was it? I did not personally, but I witnessed one. And um, I pulled up my car and blocked the guy from getting run over. And the aggressor, who I felt was the aggressor, because I had to give a police statement the following night. Oh, wow. Night. Went to the oh, police? Oh, yeah. Was, uh, well, the guy had a broken arm. But the guy wouldn't have... After he threw this other guy on the ground, and his arm was broken, blood and everything, <clears throat> and bruisings, he was going... Um, you know, it's not, my, it's not my fault. I have anger management issues. He'd come from his car to this guy's car, lift him out of the car. Uh, the guy who was lifted out then tried, I believe, it's amazing how much you forget, tried to punch him, or did punch him, but not effectively. Then this guy punched the other guy, and then he lifted him and threw him on the ground. Jesus. Very and big sentences for road rage. Now, I'm just, now, Lester being the attorney in the room. Oh, yes. This hasn't been in court. Are we allowed to discuss this issue, or...? Well, if you're a witness, probably not. But no one told me not to discuss it. I don't think we're too many. And um, so, yeah, district court judges listening. But if Lester or anybody, when, when, when we upload this, tag in New South Wales Magistrates Court. <laughs> we'll get some more listeners. So, who was the instigator? See, one guy got out of the car and attacked the, the other. Guy one. got out. It was it started with people throwing things at each other in the car, both of them, and the car swerving in and what, out. What area of Sydney? Was, Wiley don't pa- get to Wiley Park. Wiley Park. Okay, King George's Road. It doesn't sound too Wiley to me. So, were you were you were you parked at the top? Oh, <laughs> no, no, we were driving. You were driving and you just saw, like, you yeah, saw the guy live. Yeah, the car swerving. That was, so they were driving next to each other, throwing stuff. Throwing stuff. They came to a traffic light. Uh, guy in the front got out. And then, then I'm not going to repeat the incident because I'm... Well, you just did. and yeah, No, we, I didn't, but I could. And then I pulled up in back of them, put on my emergency, and was kind of a... I like to think a hero. And there was a, a, there was a, police, a federal police officer there who really calmed the situation. Federal? Federal. And was he duty. just there off she, duty? She, she. You sexist swine. She. And she really did a great job coming because the guy also said, uh, you know, um, it was self-defense, you know, uh, and I'm going, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and she's going, shh. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't. But, you know, on, there's a place for honesty and there's a place... Yeah, there's, there's shut a, up. Yeah, it's called the courtroom. Save yeah. It wasn't till the court. But, but it's amazing when I, the following night, so, so more than twenty four hours had passed. This was a, it was on the eleventh of the eleventh, and that's my wife's and my anniversary, and we got to spend it in a police station. Oh wow! Yeah. So but, is, that but, it, is that it for you, or do you have to go to court? Don't know yet. They haven't said anything. But uh, interestingly, it's amazing. You know, because I watch Law and Order, it's amazing how much you forget. <laughs> it's amazing. When you th- I, I don't know. This, I don't this know. podcast is going to make great evidence <laughs> I, for the guy. I, I, I think we've just I written a defense fund here. <laughs> I hope to God he's in the mafia, this bloke. <laughs> I no, I, I asked. No, no. he Was, <laughs> was no, he no. a big guy? Like, he, Well, everybody there, including the victim's girlfriend, was bigger than me. <laughs> what was he a muscle? Like, would you, if you... If it was on the street and you hadn't witnessed that, would you? And he came up wanting to go a fight. Would you go the fight? I went out thinking, I really can't let you continue doing anything to him because this guy's down his arms. Yeah, well, he's pretty broken. And I'm going, how is how is it going to help with this guy with anger management issues beating both of us up? But I really was. So that was his defense. Like when he threw it, he goes, "I can't help it." Did he say to you? No, no. He just said it. He just said it to the. I think he actually said it to the guy who was lying there. I have anger management issues. issues. Uh, It was self-defense. All of that. I actually, by the end, 
by the time the, I stayed till the police came, uh, you know, officially. Yeah, yeah. And um, the guy was going. He was apologizing by that, and he meant it because I get this anger management issue. If you're a comic, you get this anger management thing. And um, no, but we're good comedians. Well, then you can understand my point of view. <laughs> and uh, he was going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and he really was. And there was no question. Well, in my so mind. you reckon he just snapped? Like he just snapped with like, anger management issue. Like, do you think he issue. genuinely meant he was sorry, yes, or was it? Yes. Yeah. I believed it. So I mean, I, 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 I've never broken anyone's arm. I'd imagine it's like the tiger that ate Siegfried or Roy. I'm sure <laughs> they said he felt really bad afterwards, and that's pretty <laughs> much no. it. So Lester, being the lawyer, would that hold up in court? Well, um, I'm afraid sorry doesn't get you off. <laughs> I think um, I think Jeffrey Dahmer was sorry as well after a few, but after he was caught. <laughs> Yeah, I think he could be uh, biscuits this bloke. He could be done. <laughs> done for. Do you think it'd be jail time? Or like assuming... I, I reckon if he's got anger management issues, I think this has happened before. Now, there's all yes. sorts of stuff. How old was he? Was he in a... I said around 30, but I could be off. Okay. I, I, I don't even think I'd be able to identify him, to tell you the truth. This is going to go... This defense is yeah. going to go great. This is going to be great in the court. This po- How many people get in a court? How many are on the jury anymore? Well, like, he, what is a jury? Yeah, would this be a, ju- a jury? I wouldn't get to a jury, probably. Because but... oh, I was just thinking tw- that'll be 12 more downloads for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can taint the jury pool with this. We should just do this. We should get my. This could be our, our business plan to grow the podcast. Get my Zelda witness random crimes. <laughs> get him on the podcast, talk about it, and then offer to sell the, the sell this to the defense case. Oh. You can make us a fortune, buddy. Or, or end up in a shallow grave. goes on the stand, send in the podcast as. Evidence get him in contempt of court and then hear his stories from jail. Mm. No, but would he be in contempt of court? <laughs> Is he contempt of everything? Oh well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, he, surely he'd have to use the dimension. Sorry, let me rephrase that. He has contempt for everything. <laughs> have you ever been to court, Pete? Yes, I took. Uh, you know, oh yeah, of course, of course. Department. Sorry, no, no. I took the Department criminal. of Education to court and I won my case. Criminal, criminal. You ever faced criminal charges? No, no. No. And then you prove once and for all that 2 plus 2 equals 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just like, what? are you ready to Are you ready to stand up and give evidence? I have, I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm one of those really good citizens. You are? You're respon- you did, I'm like, responsible. I stopped the car. I was there. I, I tried to get the... And I couldn't even get the phone to, to video it. I, you, I were twi- you were too busy I, Facebook I messaging. That's yeah. saying something, actually. Like the younger generation probably wouldn't stop. They'd just be like playing on their phones going, whatever. And then... Well, well see, here's a, a couple of things. I wasn't the only person who came out of the car. I thought that was really positive. And, ev- and w- it was major traffic that we were holding up. And not one person was rude or swore, or go, you know... It was, it was quite, except for the actual attack, it was quite civil. I thought you said it was in Wiley Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a win for society, really. It's a win for society, yes. Yes. So what you're saying is um, the solution to Sydney's traffic is more road rage. I, it didn't actually <laughs> speed up traffic. No, no, but I mean, no, everyone's like, oh, look, oh well, at least we've got a fight to look on. So maybe maybe Mundine's next fight could be you know at the intersection of King, it could King very George well Road. Be, yeah. It looks like the only thing keeping drivers calm is watching road rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but I get that road rage thing. I get that. Really? I do. Would you physically beat someone if they cut you off? What would be what would be the point of saying yes? Hypothetically, <laughs> no. You know, like, no, but you're saying you get road rage. No, like, this is why I miss last... America because they give you guns. <laughs> none of this, none of this fisticuffs. <laughs> so if this is America, quickly. hypothetically, did you own a gun when you lived in America? No, I've never, I've never seen a pistol. You've never, so seriously, no. I've seen a rifle. I've never seen a pistol. Do you think now, if you were in America, you'd own a gun? 
You know, it's, it's that's uh, actually interesting because my wife, who's very anti-gun, uh, thank God, because I know who she'd use it on. Uh, <laughs> senior she said, too, if buddy. we lived in America and we didn't live in New York City, which is safe and people don't carry guns, she would want a gun for the house. Now, in that situation, the, the, the road rage incident, say you're driving along, you've got, you got your gun in the back. Do you think you would have got it out to stop the fight? No. No, you don't? No, I could. No. But no. I know you, did you... You I was going to use my own head to block his punches. But you don't. You, what, what, what if you had a baseball? Say you went down and baseball had, bat. Yeah, that's you would have a baseball, baseball, baseball bat. Maybe I would have gone out and said, "Please don't hit him again." And I would have said, "Please," and been polite, asking if he wanted to play a game of ball. You know, <laughs> have, have a catch, <laughs> whatever. No, I just could not see. Once the guy is down, and this when I was a kid, and there were fights, and it, once the fight was over, and both people knew who won, it was done. Now it's kicking in. It's it's changed. That is true. Yeah, you're right. Like there was that instant. Like yeah, once someone's on the ground, it's, it's fight over. over. But yeah, like there was a there's someone got stomped. Like there's been mm. a few stomping to death. That's pretty. Yeah, dad. Yes. Yeah, well, very, yeah. No, no, very astute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. But this and this is what I wanted not to happen to this guy. Yeah, and it didn't. And as I say, she the the federal police officer. She did an incredible job. I wrote a letter to the federal police to, to compliment her. And they're like, oh, yeah. The federal you're... police. Well, because she was the off-duty She was the off-duty police officer. Were you not listening to what no, I said earlier? Really? No, she was yeah. out. Like you I said, my next wife. <laughs> world's worst sound guy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't hear. No, he doesn't. He's got the headphones on, too. I think he's listening to classical Can I make FM. a quick thing about my wife, what she said this morning? I said to her, because my daughter is going to go to Fiji with her husband and the twin, blah, 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 blah. And I, she said, she invited Jen and I. I said, you know, I really can't go because my career's going so well. But I, she said, I said, well, why don't you go with them alone? She goes, and this is my wife, goes, I don't want to be the fourth wheel. <laughs> I go, but honey, that's the number. This is also the woman who said, taking a gra- you know the Groucho Marx line, um, I shot a bear in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I'll never know. Yeah. This is my wife's taking it. And she was being funny. I shot a bear in his pajamas. How he got in his pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> So clearly she's the funny one in the relationship. She is, but she doesn't know it. <laughs> no, why wouldn't you go to Fiji for the holiday? Because I don't want to go to Fiji in the holiday. Not the holiday. I mean, I'm just too busy. I've got too much stuff to do. I've got to turn over so I don't get bed sore. It's a, so it's a hard process. <laughs> so, is it more the tropical island doesn't appeal No, I've been to, to Fiji. I liked it. Yeah, you I like Fiji? Just, yeah, I do. They go for a long time. I guess I could go for less time. Yeah. And if well, I save up the money, I'd rather go to... Oh, and you've been there. You've been to, to New York and yeah. Los Angeles. I'd rather go there. That's true. But, I mean, you've been... In, you lived in New York. Uh, yes. And if it were up to me, I'd be doing that now. Really? So, yeah. you, so like, if your dream holiday, just be going back to the old neighborhood, playing yes. a bit of catch, yeah. seeing a bit of gun-style road rage. <laughs> no. You're not a beach New York, person? New York is... I've, I've, I can't remember seeing... See, I don't know. Like, my, I was only there for eight days. I find New York... I don't know how you'd relax in New York. I felt... Wound up the whole time, like seriously. It's sensory overload, dude. It's something everywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I'm hip. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean you've broken a hip? I have. I've had a hip oh, replacement. Really? Well, I haven't broken, but I have a hip replacement. In all fairness, you don't really relax in Oatly, so I don't relax anywhere. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So. You're very highly strung. Maybe very. you need to go to Fiji. Let's come on edge. I go out of my. I go out of my mind in Fiji. Really? Yeah. Did you try Carver in Fiji? Supposed to I did, but it was the tourist version. Didn't do oh, that really? much and taste awful. But like, so for you, the idea of just sitting on a beach reading a book doesn't appeal. No, no, I like no. reading books, but uh, sitting on a beach, going, this is this is fun, but four days from now, I'm going to really have had enough of this. No, 
Oh wow! But I do the snorkeling. I like I like that. It's, I need activities. But you could go snort. You go parasailing. No. I mean, it's Fiji. No, thank you. You go Fiji. You could join in on a coup. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. You can teach the locals how to play ba- baseball. They know. Actually, you can teach us. I like. I've I've watched a bit of baseball, but I don't really get it. Now, what? Like, talk me through it. Like, okay, look, how many innings are there? Like nine. in cricket, in a test match, you have two innings each. This is nine. Nine innings each. Is that nine each? So nine each, right? Can it go? Is there a mercy rule? Like, say, in no, the there's fir- no mercy rule. There should be sometimes, but there is. Because I'd imagine, like, if someone, like, if you know, they're ten nil up in the second innings, it's not no, going to turn around. No, no, that's when the humiliation kicks in. No, it's not. It, it's because all the statistics are involved. Home, no, what no, I don't get when someone bats point three oh eight. What does that mean? That means to that me, it g- doesn't sound like in cricket. Bradman averages ninety nine. That sounds more impressive. Different, than different, point uh, three. different kind of thing. If you bat, uh, what did you say? Point three oh eight. Three oh eight. Okay, point three oh eight means you've gotten on base thirty point eight percent of the time as as a hit, not including walks or things like that. And if you're batting three three three, which is getting on a third of the time, that's brilliant. But coincidentally, that's the same as what the guy at Wally Park blew in the breathalyzer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the witness, me. What? Who's got the best average of all time? Like, has anyone ever got one? Like, someone's just so good? No, that- no, no. Uh, there's There've been people who've batted over 400, so 40%, but not since 1948, even before I was born. Bradman, that was his year. What was Babe Ruth's average? Lifetime. It was about seven fifty, but that was with hookers. <laughs> God bless him. What a life. That guy's my hero. That that's what really? sports. Well, he's one of them. The one thing about baseball players. Can I just say about Babe oh, Ruth? Of course. He, on on his deathbed in the hospital, he was signing autographs to, to give, handing them to his wife. Not that she wanted. No, to give out to kids, which I think quite. I don't know. How was he going to get the ten bucks? <laughs> I thought. I don't know if it was Babe Ruth. I remember some famous. I thought it was Babe Ruth who didn't give out autographs. But instead, signed like a hundred baseball cards, locked it in a bank vault for their kid, and said, "That's your inheritance because it's worth a four. Maybe it was some I other. I never heard of that. That's no. br- what yeah, a brilliant like, idea. It's a great strategy. Like because oh. it's just like you've just ensured your kids are worth a fortune. Fortune, yeah. But you got to be pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, obviously he was, but yeah. But what, I don't know who. What was your like? You did you collect baseball cards? Yes. How yes, much, I. Well, they like like because I used to collect cricket cards, and we used to I didn't get know them. They were cricket cards. Yeah, yeah. Or you cricket and football cards. You get like a pack of six and a little bit of chewing gum. Gum. Yes, of, I remember the is gum. Is the same with baseball cards? Yeah, and baseball cards started selling gum, and they threw in cards as the extra thing, and then eventually they stopped. They stopped including even the gum. I think Ty Cobb signed some slave deeds for his kids. Oh, he was a bastard. <laughs> he was the ne- he had the highest batting average of all time. Really. I believe so. A lifetime, three sixty-seven, which is phenomenal. Uh, but he was a real bastard, racist bastard, nasty guy. Wow. Can I tell you? It's just a quick baseball story. Of course, friends it's of mine actually softball. About it. Friends of mine played in a uh, lawyers' league, and uh, <laughs> no, really, all the teams a- were, athletes in that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was social, so to speak. And this just reminded me of Ty Cobb because Ty Cobb used to slide into base with his spikes up. And l- if he, l- let me guess, it was underhand pitching. Yes. Well, softball, <laughs> yes. And some guy did that in one of the games. I read a few curveballs would win. <laughs> really? Because that's good. Because you see, in comedy, timing's not important. So please keep interrupting. Morons. Uh, so anyway, this guy slid into second base, spikes up this in the lawyer's league. Both benches pulled off the field and threatened each other with litigation. <laughs> I swear to God, that's true. One with the tax department. You want to be audited? You want to be audited? 
I swear to God, that's true. I thought Leicester would enjoy that. Who did Ty Cobb play for? Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Are they still around? Oh, or? yeah. Oh, okay, because baseball seems like a sport. Like, all your, that's all your American sport. They change teams, chop and change. Some of the teams stay the same. Well, I'm really and that's the ones I shocked at how racist like, even sports are today. Washington Redskins. Mm. Like, that's one of the most defensive names ever. Why can't they change it to Washington Casino Owners? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or the Washington Clintons. Yes. There, there's a there's a team in Tel Aviv that's going to join the league. The Tel Aviv Long Nose. Yeah. It's just it's just important. Yeah. Get rid of the Redskins. It's awful. Very. But the, the, isn't there? Li- <laughs> Is the tickets, yeah, that's how bad taste is that? Scalping tickets in the Redskins game. That's just wrong. Isn't that how you met your first wife? I don't know. Oh. But the uh, fights in baseball look the best on TV. As in, when you see both benches cleared and yeah. just pouring out onto the field, just charging at each other. Yeah, that is they something. Should, that should happen more often. It's, if, yeah. I, if I want to see some pear-shaped guys with goatees charging each other, I'd go to fucking Oatly Pub on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And you do. And you're one of them. <laughs> no, I'd just like to point out the reviews of Peter and Lester do not reflect me. I like the Oatly Hotel. Me too. I work at the Oatly Hotel. Yeah. And I, I'd like to keep working at the Oatly Hotel. So well, shut the fuck up, Lester. I can beat you. I hang out at the Oatly Hotel. In fact, I've got an invitation to go there after here to watch the soccer. Who's playing tonight? Uh, Japan and Australia. Australia. Yeah. Really? What time is that on? Now. Nine, oh, wow. Nine o'clock. I, I think it starts at Who Cares a Club. <laughs> <laughs> no one. That's why Ryan's not available tonight. I'll bet that's true. I bet it is. He likes soccer. Either that or he's got a new video game. He's oh, really? Ga- he's a gamer. He's that. probably playing soccer in video game. No, he's probably playing soccer. Play uh, yeah, you do know, Ryan. But did you play baseball as a kid? I played baseball for a couple of years in Little League, not very good. And we played a variation called punch ball. Stickball, is it? Well, that too. But there was a game, and it's disappeared. But in the neighborhood I lived in, and when I write, when the book is finished, it is finished, but when You're it's published... Right, you, well, you should tell the listeners what the book is about. Uh, it's a book about growing up in 50s, 60s New York City, um, in Manhattan. But we played in... The neighborhood I grew up in, there were 40,000 people in a square, 110... 110 buildings, blah, blah, blah. So you couldn't have bats and balls, wooden bats, because people would be hit by accident all the time. Uh, so we played a game where there's a rubber ball, and you, it's just like the same kind of feel, but you take your fist and you hit the ball. So what, someone throws the ball? Or? No, no, you throw it up in the air, there's one strike. If you so like a volleyball serve? No, it's about the side. No, well, that's, and you can, you can hit overhand, but the ball's about yay big. Good, that's good, stupid. Make a, yeah, make do, a yeah, fist it's, it's, for, for a podcast. <laughs> it's about the size of it, slightly smaller than a tennis ball. Like a, like a racquetball? Yes. Yeah, only it's pink. It's called a Spaulding, even though the word Spaulding's on it. You read a Spaulding. And there were people who I played with, had there been a professional, and the games disappeared totally, but had they been a league, they definitely would have been professional. So you think we should bring back Punchball? I played Punchball when I was in New York last time, yeah. Well, you said it's gone. Not when I get a bunch of 65-year-old people together. <laughs> no wonder you we're playing. What's some um, stickball? Like, what, isn't that just baseball with sticks or...? Yeah, pretty much. Only you should play. You should play. This is more in Brooklyn, sort of thing. They used to play in uh, the streets. Uh, Bill Cosby did a routine about it because they didn't have real fields. We're or not playgrounds. going into Bill Cosby. Yeah, we shouldn't really I'm discuss just, that, that at the that's moment. That's more for Lester to shut up. I could just, I can hear his filthy mind whirring at that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I hope. <laughs> no Bill Cosby jokes unless everyone consents. He's a very, he's a very, he's a very clever comedian. What's the problem? <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah, but everyone consents to that. Consent. Ball. But there used to be where you played well, and. 
you could mark distance by the, where sewers were. And Willie Mays, who was a, do you know him from Tom? Never. He okay. He played. He was one of the best baseball players of all time from the fifties, and he was a four sewer man. He could hit the ball for four <laughs> sewers, where most people could. Nobody else in the neighborhood could do that. So, wow! Well, yeah, there you go. What now? Now I want to backtrack a bit. You threw out some Ty Cobb. Let's talk more about Ty. Sure. Why was he? Why you, you, you've come out pretty hard against Ty? Oh yeah, horrible human being. Why? Because he was a very, very racist. It's no way to speak about your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, like, is there documented proof? Was oh, yeah. it like, did oh, he yeah. name the Washington Redskins? No, or? he didn't. But he would. He, uh, he, <laughs> some uh, some African American came to him and said something to him, and he chased him into the stands. And uh, yeah, he was just a horrible human being. It's if you watch Ken Burns' uh, uh, doco called Baseball, or no, Nine Innings. Um, you could see it. They show it, and he, it's, it's quite. It's it's not hidden. Oh, so is it? But, but when, a brilliant when, ball player. When was Ty Cobb? When was when was his era? Twenties, thirties, yeah. But it was a different yes, time back then. It's I'm, still, not, I'm not condoning. No, no, I know what you mean. I know what you, you know? mean. It, yes. If he did anything like that today, he would be arrested. Well, it must be hard for a high school student like you to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was studying for the bar. Oh, sorry, that's that's a bad topic for you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the word bar in two ways really offends you. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow, he's really gone out. That, he that was, started it. That, 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 that pitch would have been below the knees, that's for sure. That's for sure. That's Who's your, music. I know. Who's your team, Pete? You know, this New York Yankees, of yeah, course. He, yeah. what, what's, is the Mets and the Yankees, why is there, I mean, New York's a big city. Why is there, is it like the rich guys go for the Yankees, the poor for the Mets? It or is that it, way. Is it? When I grew up, there were three teams in New York. There were the Yankees, the New York Giants, and the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. Giant, the New York Giants, Brooklyn Dodgers, Dodgers moved to California. So uh, then in 1962, they brought the Mets in. So, but I, d- yeah, I, I go for the Yankees. Where, like, whereabouts in New York, the Yankees, where's Yankees? Sta- the, is Bronx. It the Bronx. The Bronx. Where's, where's the Mets stadium? Uh, Queens. Queens. Okay. So, so the Yankees are the team that everyone loves to hate, aren't they? Uh, if you're not a Yankee, yes, yeah, right. If you're like from Boston or well, pretty much anywhere else, uh, <laughs> you yeah. the rest of the country hates. If you're, it. Yeah, if you're from okay. North America, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you're from New York, it's it's the Yankees. I mean, they have it's, it's such history, and even the uh, um, my favorite player of all time, Derek Jeter, just retired this year, and every place he went to, including teams that they have rivalries just honored him because the guy was it was so nice right. to see the guy was a real gentleman as well the guy I used to like as a kid um, Mickey Mantle um, he was number seven wasn't he very good yeah there you very go good. I know Seinfeld trivia <laughs> yeah but a friend of mine yeah George was going to name yeah, his kid that kid seven but a friend of mine you know waited for him waited for him um, and um, out of the Yankee Stadium or Mantle Mantle waited for him this was a kid like 11 he knew where the cars went and he waited for him and he waved he said you know hi Mickey and Mickey just said something rude to him and drove off and apparently that's what he was like he got, so, he mellowed when he got older see I have um, a similar a similar memory with former Australian cricket captain Alan Border were You're you in Australia kidding. when Alan Border sure we were I was about 8 my what? sister was 6 why is that surprising he's named Captain Grumpy yeah <laughs> well no no I was 8 hey that's my name I was 8 8 years old and I asked him for an autograph. He was walking from the nets to the change rooms. And Captain Grumpy said, fuck off. <laughs> to kids. Now, he could have said, not now. Like, yeah. a few other cricketers said, not now, guys. I'm a bit busy after the game. But fuck off. So, Alan Border, fuck you. 
Wow. Yeah. So that's that's oh, horrible. That is that is. And my six-year-old sister. Come on. But, but that's putting yourself in his position. He could have been dealing with Warney. Warney's got a brand new mobile. No, this was pre. <laughs> this was pre pre Warney. This was mid eighties. I think Steve Ward, Dean Jones, Booney, Marshera. It wouldn't have been Warney. I think. Tim May or Trevor Hones would have been... No, maybe... Yeah, Trevor Hones would have been spinning. Well, maybe he was, like, um, exhausted from looking for Steve Ward's personality. Oh! <laughs> I like this. You're aiming high. Now that you've conquered Phil Smythe and Ray White Real Estate, yeah. you're starting to punch up a bit. Steve Ward's got a lot of money, dude. Can you face him in court? Steve Ward's a legend, but, I mean, he's not the oh, most... Oh, look at him sucking up he's now. Not, he's not the most entertaining gym guy around. Well, you say that. I, I'm halfway through reading... I think it is going down in history as one of the most boring biographies ever. <laughs> and if we tag this in, I guarantee we'll get a billion downloads. Tendulkar's biography. So it's sort of like a test bio. It's not really even... boring. Oh, it's... I've got a great... Ten- I once drove him to the hospital. So I used to work at this hotel in town where the... He just mentioned that in the book. Really? He had his face, face, face yeah, rash. Yeah, that was me. I drove him... To- well, I was in a cab with him to the hospital. Bullshit. I was going to buy the book to see if it was mentioned. It yeah. is. Oh, it's- I just read because the cab driver... Did you go come back with him from the hospital as well? Uh, no. Because he said he wanted, like the cab driver, he wanted to get some fast food and the cab driver wouldn't let him pay. Right. And yeah, but, but he said he was in a really, was he really rude to you? Because he was really angry and upset. No, but the funny thing is, because um, obviously he's uh, known by billions around the world. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was in the cab with him, just escorting to the hospital and I went up to the register and said, oh, look, I work at this hotel down the road and we've got this guest here who um, he's got his uh, issue with the oil on his face, he wants to get it checked out. And she didn't recognise him at all. She said, okay, what's his name? I said, oh, Sachin Tendulkar. And she goes, okay, can you uh, can you spell it for me? And he's there going, S-A-C-H. I thought, when was the last time this guy had to spell his name for anyone? Because <laughs> in the book, he tells the story. <laughs> he was very upset and angry because he was like, yeah, he was... So back at a, what happened to, get to put him in the hospital? He tried... He got an a, allergic reaction to some massage to, oil. To some cr- yeah, well, no, in the know. book, he says... Yeah, massage oil. Yeah, I asked some questions. Him and Baji bought some moisturizer and it reacted. Oh. Baji is Harbhajan Singh. Um, and he said that pretty it, tough game these to cricket players <laughs> because right. that day was when his parent, like his wife and kids, came. Yeah, in yeah, that was it. And he was re- like, he just said, "Keep the wife." What did you say? He put it to the hospital with a moisturizer. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what but he says. There's more. The 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 odor of lavender offended his senses. To what a tough game these cricketers are. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Wow, you've just declared war on India. There's a billion people who would... Billion and a quarter. Billion and a quarter. Bring it on. Peter Mizell versus India. I have computer issues and I need them all. Oh, (laughs) Oh, come on. They they, they call up. Who are we kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Put your Redskins cap back on, buddy. (laughs) Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Peter Peter Ty Cobb myself. That's a great story, Tom. Yeah, yeah. because I just literally finished that chapter in the book and you were there at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, because they didn't have a doctor and he was a bit angry at the... Was it? I take it as a five-star hotel. Don't don't need to name names, but... Yeah, it was a five-star hotel. Five-star, so... There were some other things that happened there that I probably shouldn't mention. Go on. I I think I might know the hotel. Um, And if so, we won't mention names. Seriously, we won't, Lester. Um... Just, I'm writing a hotel up. The Four Seasons. <laughs> I can't remember how to spell it, but does that is that the hotel in question? No, that's not it. No. Um, no, not uh, the things. I wasn't gonna. I don't really think it's probably appropriate 
But um, <laughs> let's um, the- we just so so. What's more appropriate, dictators and a listener, or well, no, because I <laughs> I can tell <laughs> the hotel. Well, there was okay. There was there was a string of women going up to the rooms. Yeah, that was for me though. Sorry, to Ten- not the, to Tendulkar. To the Indian players' rooms. See, Tendulkar oh, wow. got married too early. Otherwise, and his biography would have been called Unlimited Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a multi, multi, multi. In his book, he's a wimp. He talks about we had a loss. I went and cried. He cries w- w- a lot. Really, the guy who got a rash from facial <laughs> is a wimp. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I, we, we, we really, I, I won't hear of it. <laughs> I love this. But Lester, ra- Lester br- brings in Steve War. You raise it, Sachin Tendulkar. What next? I didn't it- raise it because I couldn't pronounce that name in my life. Depend on I it. Can, I can just see us ending this podcast by going to Bradman's grave and pissing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve War played with a broken jaw, and this guy is getting a fucking reaction to bloody oil of Uland. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I like, but what, did you have to go because he couldn't see, or was it just they wanted to? I think he was. A, he didn't know where the hospital was, and. He had no idea what what to do. Why were you there? I was working there. As were you like a, concierge? Uh, as a concierge, yeah, as oh. a porter. Yeah. No kidding. The hotel none of us can mention. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> no, because like I, uh, the hotel, not that one, but a similar one. One of my mates worked there, and I suppose I can say it now because he's divorced. Mel Gibson, back when he was married, they used to have a string of ladies go up to Mel's room. Right. And yeah, like a lot. And yeah, yeah. No juice. The funny thing about working there is that yeah. you meet loads of people who are who are famous, but when you meet them, you've got no idea who they are or if they're famous. Who's the most like, famous person you meet? You meet. Like you meet, meet oh, people. Tendulkar is pretty big. Yeah, yeah Not, but no, like tiny, met, but big. I met this guy um, who had a big cowboy hat and a checkered shirt, and he was asking me where the bars are and stuff like that. And he John Voigt. He walks away, <laughs> and, uh, and my boss says, "You know that was that was the cowboy from the Village People." <laughs> That's the most famous you, the guy who no, nobody him. knows their name. Yeah, I had no idea who he was. I'm amazed. Yeah, I'm amazed he could afford that hotel. Because yeah. where would you think he should stay? At the <laughs> <laughs> come on, all, all together now. <laughs> Macho man. What? What, about, what, else, what other celebrities have you met in your like? Has there been anyone where you've just been stunned or like gotten a bit nervous? Uh, Tendulkar is probably the most. Yeah, yeah. Was well, it just I'm a big my... cricket fan, and and he's you know the most famous cricketer in the world. What about? But you weren't worried that he had a rash; it could be contagious. Or I didn't get near him. I, I didn't want to kiss I, him. I could picture you in the back of the cab. Man, I think you're susceptible to Warney's leg break. <laughs> <laughs> I went. To, I went to pizza with Ishant Sharma and Gambier as well. Gambier. You... You just the Pizza Hut. Where was the pizza? Oh, they were just having for lunch. But yeah, they were kind of on the outskirts. So this be pointless for anyone who's not interested in cricket. But no, uh, they no, were cricket. The, thank God I didn't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of on the outskirts of the team, so they're trying to. They were just training and trying to get in there. And I had a bit of chat to them about the series. So it sounds like India's saving money on, on a nutritionist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in his book, that's all what Tendulkar talks about going to takeaway and the what. Yeah. Like, what was what's Ishan Sharma like? Because he doesn't look talkative to me. Like he's a big he's a big tall fella. Is he? But chatty? Yeah, it'd be pretty chatty, yeah. Was it all you can eat buffet but I, at Pizza Hut? Or? No, it was just a little crappy one uh, on Pitt Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah. You do the marketing for them, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not- Two I for sh- ones on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Come down. Funnily enough, I went to Queensland the other week, and Pizza Hut's all but disappeared in Sydney. There's not that many of them around. There was, point. You're right. Growing up, there was everywhere, but then it sort of died off. They're all still in Queensland. What, the actual hut, oh. you mean? Uh, yeah, the hut. And you know what else? Sizzler. The Sizzlers, Queenslanders love those, the Sizzler. Yeah. And uh, Starbucks. And there's a reason for that. This is my theory. You guys in this country make good coffee. In America, Starbucks thrives because they have terrible coffee except for Starbucks. It's, it's, it's like weird that. with so many Italians around. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, I mean, yeah, that's not that many. It's only little Italy. Yeah, there's another football team, the Italian Coffee Makers. <laughs> <laughs> the Brooklyn Baristas didn't last long. <laughs> That's good. We'd grown up. Did, what was Brooklyn like when you were? Because it's hipster central now. It's trendy. It's, it's it is. In in my day, there were areas uh, that you wouldn't go to that now would be very expensive to live in. Gentrify, they call it. When you say yes, go to, was it gang territory or was were, it mo- were, the mob? Where were the mob? The mob based. In, where were they based in New York? Benson what was Hurst, their Park Slope, uh, Dyke Heights? I'm, I'm, Did I you think just say Park Slope and Dyke Heights? <laughs> Dyke Heights. Dyke Heights. So you're throwing random. Not, you know what? I'm not sure. I think a lot of them were. I think a lot of it was b- based in Jersey. Jersey. I think so. That's fucking bullshit. Okay. Sorry, well, my mistake. The Sopranos is a lie. He sat there and made it up. Well, there's, there's some there. Yeah. What are you defending them now? <laughs> <laughs> it just goes. Yeah, bullshit. Oh, it looked to, up to the left like a liar would. And <laughs> I, I can't even look to the left. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my head. Um, yeah, I think then Brooklyn as well. But now Brooklyn, uh, it's they've evolved. It's different. But it's Brooklyn's a lot better now. Every time I hear a rapper yell out, um, this thing, "Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at?" I always think <laughs> Brooklyn's not at the grammar radio. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Anybody get that? Get what? It. Okay, <laughs> boy. Quick. Can Brooklyn's we edit this out of it? The what? You have to listen. To no, it. it's the only way he learns if we keep it in. Uh, no, we're not editing it out. Don't make a cut note. <laughs> You, what what was the reference? Rappers always say, where "Yeah, where Brooklyn at?" Brooklyn at, and I always think, um, "Not at the Grammar Radio." Yeah, this is the problem we're having trouble. Right, with. Not, not at the Grammar Radio. Oh yeah, where Brooklyn at? See, I would have gone with. I always think geography isn't taught in American schools. Would or? you describe that as a successful joke? <laughs> I wouldn't open with compared it. to your others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably one of your better ones. Yeah. <laughs> it was a that? verb and a noun. We're very happy. <laughs> wouldn't base the solo. Is that the first time you've told anyone? Well, I had the thought the other night. and um, also, But it died of loneliness? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Biggie Smalls and he was... As you do. He was inquiring where his fellow um, Brooklynites were at. How old do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> do you not realize that you're past all that? <laughs> but you like doo-wop. Which I, yeah. And had you come in the car with me, and I'm also trying to entice you, I had uh, you would have Dion on the Belmonts for you to listen to. Awesome. Who you never heard of, did you, Tommy? I've heard of them. You have? Yeah. You've heard of them, but not F Troop. Well, no. <laughs> guy listens to music, doesn't watch TV. It's simple. <laughs> well, we should, we should actually, let's, this, because normally, and Lester's pretty happy, because Ryan's not here, we don't have our normal segment, Ryan's Random Questions. We should do the theme music anyway and celebrate No, no. You, see, that's the thing you and Ryan bond over, making me sing that fucking theme song. No, I'm not dignifying you with that, so fuck you. And fuck you, Ryan. I know you're listening, because you'll have to edit this one. We should play a game. I think I've got a pretty good knowledge of TV. I know F Troop. Um, let's, throw, let's throw some shows out and see what Tom knows and what he doesn't. And listeners, if you're out there, tweet. If, like, if there are any F Troop fanatics out there, tweet... Tweet, just tweet us at Comedy on Edge, and yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get some conversation going with some classic yeah. TV. So you don't know F Troop, Lester? Did you know F Troop? No, but I did a bit of pre-interview with Tom before. Um, a pre-interview, and found wow. out what he did know, and it's written here on this grain of rice. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> the backhanded. But, be fair, it's a large grain. <laughs> All right, what about? I think I think you probably know Little House on the Prairie. I've heard of it. You've heard. Let's have, do that. What What are our favorite old shows? I'm just throwing out. What's your favorite one? I know oh, mine. That's tough. Um, smart mine is. We'll, we'll make it American because most of mine are there British. Are um, yeah, there are others. <laughs> oh, what did I like? Cheers. Yes. Cheers, one of my favorites. That would be one, probably my second favorite. Second. What's your first? Seinfeld, your first? No. 
I did, it was at the time, but no. And it, you, Dick Van Dyke, the old Dick Van Dyke show with Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke, Maury Amsterdam, uh, Rosemary. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, one of holds one up of, today. One of the first jokes I heard: this guy goes into a talent agency. He can sing, he can dance, he can tell jokes. He goes, "This is amazing. You're great. You're the greatest. You're going to be big, kid. What's your name?" And he goes, "Penis von Lesbian." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to Penis von Lesbian. Did he change his Lester Diamond? Yeah. Oh no, this guy had talent, sorry. Dick Van Dyke. I see I only know Dick Van Dyke diagnosis murder. murder. Yeah, he yeah. was on that and like I've heard of the Dick Van Dyke show, but I've never seen it. If you have a chance, it's so what brilliantly was the written. Merv Griffin show like? I wasn't a big fan. I mean, because I, I, I saw his house in Hollywood. Oh, I did. That they, they just sold for forty-five million dollars. Wow. You know, actually, for those who want to know, um, Iron Man 3. Have you seen Iron Man 3? No, one and have, two only. Tom, have you seen Iron Man no. 3? Lester, have you seen... This reference goes nowhere. No way. Um, the house in Iron Man 3 is Dick Van Dyke's house, even though it's set in Malibu. In it's Malibu, actually, yeah. Yeah, but it's actually... No, it's on the Hollywood Hills. They just filmed right. okay. the exterior, but superimposed it over. All right, throw, it, throw a show back. Throw something... Go 70s... Uh, All right. Shows, do I have to have heard of it? Just yeah, see if you can heard, heard of it, it and yeah, see what... Okay, shows like Bonanza? It. No, I don't know it. You don't know it, okay. That's even referenced in the Simpsons episode. Yeah. Bonanza. Um, Bonanza. So so what's the Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, Bonanza used to be on every Saturday at about... I used to watch Wide World of Sports. It started at 2 and Bonanza was on at 1 o'clock. And I fucking hated Bonanza because it was Me too. boring. It was boring. Yeah, there was some episodes... The theme was great. Dun, 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 dun. And my dad loved it, so we'd have to watch it. And I'm like, I just want to watch the sport. I have I the record. I used to watch some Sanford and some, but I had to stop because I hate yeah. people doing better than me. <laughs> so you never watch TV <laughs> You can only watch a show about lepers <laughs> And even that's close yeah. He gets to a tipping point uh-huh. What about uh, okay, Sanf- Sanford and Sons That's a good one a bit older. I reckon you know this one Welcome back Cotter I've heard of it Heard of I it? No idea what it is oh, it's well, it. There was John Travolta's first starring role Yes yeah. Was oh, Gabe oh, Kaplan, John Sebastian wrote the music. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. I, I see a bit of Gabe Kaplan and Peter, actually. Why well, used to hear that? Because I was a teacher when he was uh, when the show came on. Gabe Kaplan's a fair bit more successful. He's now host one of the Name world's... somebody who isn't. <laughs> Go on. I dare you. <laughs> I can't back. think of anyone. <laughs> There's got to be someone. <laughs> I reckon we need to get the Oatly Hotel. When you walk in on a Thursday, they should play the Walking Back Cotter theme. Welcome back. Yeah, except I'm there on a Wednesday. Your dreams <laughs> never quite figured out. <laughs> Welcome back. And the guy who put the woman who played his wife she passed away recently. Horshack died a couple of years ago, and yes. I think did Boom Boom Washington? I think died too. Don't know. I'm Don't not know. sure. I think Travolta's because Travolta's probably the only. And Gabe Kaplan. He's still yeah, alive. Gabe's still punching. Um, He's a poker player. No, it wasn't. It wasn't player. Boom Boom Washington. It was um. What was the tough guy in it with the curly hair? Not Hedges. Oh. Uh, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't yeah. think of his name. Um, yeah, his character name. I think Travolta almost died in an altercation with a masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, what, what's another? Let's go 70s American. T- oh, no, this is 80s. Murder, She Wrote? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Those know Murder, She Those Wrote. Those show that now. Matlock? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. referenced everywhere. That's right. Yeah, Matlock, yeah. What oh, year were you born in, Tom? 82. Oh, Lester Diamond out. actually, um, Matt, Matlock got you through law school, didn't he? <laughs> I loved Matlock. For those who don't know the show, Matlock was great because he'd be the, he'd be the lawyer and then he'd solve the crime in the courtroom. As Same with Perry Mason. Per- oh, is that what Perry Mason? Also I never saw still Perry- never follow a single case of his. What? I used to watch Ironside, but he was so disrespectful to the judge. I hated that half the show was him getting up the stairs. 
<laughs> what was the show? Night was it? Night Court. Night Court was good. That's a good yeah, comedy. Night Court. That had was it John Laura John Laura John Laura Kett was in yeah. it. Um, um, who was the Harry Anderson was the star of that show. I can't wait to hear the Gen Y responses on Twitter to this one. This is going to be great. The whose response? The Gen Y audience. Oh, I've read about them. It's the ones paying our bills, mate. But you think though now, like, like look at the sitcoms getting. They wouldn't have got this far. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we just we just keeping in your reference. I mean, you're you're waiting to get to '90s reference, just so you can reference step by step. <laughs> you haven't thrown one of those in for a while. What what show? If you could, all right, Pete. Here's one for you. Um, actually, this can be. I'll do Mark's random question. Please. If you could remake and star in one TV show, what would it be? It can't be on air currently, so that's okay. Because that I don't know. Uh, I could star in a. I know it already. He wants to remake Cocoon starring himself. <laughs> <laughs> Only I'm too old for that. <laughs> I'm too old to be in Cocoon. Um, Le- Lester, I know Lester's been rehearsing um, Dexter. De- <laughs> <laughs> Deep Throat. I don't know. Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> TV show, oh TV show! No, that that's not quite the same. Let's, uh, let's Leave it in on. Beaver. I don't know. Leave it in Beaver. <laughs> Do you know that that was, isn't that one of the most um, pornographic sayings that made on American TV? Ward, I think you're a little hard on the Beaver last <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> Have you heard of Leave It to Beaver? No. There was a show called um, Leave It to Beaver. The kid's name was Beaver. And it was just, it wasn't like right. non ironic that, you know, your name is a slang for That was vagina. a nickname, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is, the husband's all right, name here's is a trivia. Oh, look, I'm talking. What was his real name? His first name. Not the actor. The, his real name was Theodore. Theodore Beaver. Theodore Cleaver. Oh, was it Cleaver? Why was he called Beaver? I can't remember the explanation. It must have been. Because it rhymed with Cleaver. When did Beaver like yeah. become a slang for vagina? I'm what? What are you saying? <laughs> because Beaver is the Canadian national an- uh, animal. animal. Do you know what the one is in Scotland? The haggis. The unicorn. What? <laughs> yes. The nas- I swear to God, the national. I've heard that, but guys, I don't believe it. It's guys, true. He's gone really? off his meds here. It's I true. Think. Well, the, that may be, but it doesn't change the, the fact. The unicorn is the national. Of Scotland. Are you sure it's not Ireland? That sounds more. It more does sound more. Just an old wives' tale. I believe it's true, but it may be an old wives' tale. There's nothing funnier than the American bald eagle. Why does it have to be bald? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was the What was the second choice? A fucking sparrow with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like Australia's national um, national animal being the Phil Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, we're going to go. I, we're going to go Google whether the the unicorn is because I don't believe myself for a no, second. No, I heard that the other day. I heard that when, really? they were, when they were voting against independence. So you're going to listen to him, to Lester Diamond, oh, no. who doesn't know how to start a th- the sound man well, what instead of me, who. Well, what I'm going to do, gentlemen, I think it's time we wrap this up. I know it's getting past your nap time, Mister Mizell. I had the nap. So before we go, um, anything to plug? Anything? Oh uh, no, no. No, uh, I'll be here. I'm here next. I'm here. I'm at Comedy on the Edge next week. That's what. I. That's pretty much. I'm pretty sure this episode's going to go out past that gig, so that then nothing. No, no the 9th of December at Comedy on the Edge. 9th of December. I'll be there. I'll be there too. Great. That night, That's a Christmas enough. party. Um, Lester will be there too, guys. Um, oh, then begging. Can't, oh, he'll be cancel, beg- cancel me. <laughs> he'll be begging for change. <laughs> <laughs> We're not letting him on stage. Yeah. And yeah. His his career took a dive when they got rid of the one cent and two cent pieces. <laughs> And Tom, you've got any? Oh, what's your Twitter handle? Um, I can't remember. Well, I don't, if you I don't wanna, really tweet, what much. a wonderful <laughs> piece of promotion! <laughs> if you want to follow, um, Tom's actually no one doesn't know any of the TV shows. He well remembers as, nothing. As well as being a comic, um, he writes for. There's a new news satirical news Ooh, site yeah. called theunaustralian.net 
Tom's contributed some articles, so check him out there. Read some of his articles, and you might just get his Twitter handle because he's supposed to be on there. Yeah. yeah, Tom Orr. Tom I'm Orr. going so, away for two weeks. There won't be anything for a while. But the unaustralian.net <laughs> will still be running. And you might, you never know, you may see some articles from some people in this room as well. So check it out, guys. And if you like it, share it on Facebook. And you can follow Peter Mizell on Twitter. Pete, what's your Twitter handle? Peter Mizell 2. No, it's Peter Mizell 1. <laughs> I've, I've been promoted to 1? Oh, you, are you You're two? Peter Mizell 1, I thought. No, I'm not Peter Mizell 1. Is there, is there two Peter Mizells? Apparently, one's funny and it's not me. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> ladies and oh, gentlemen, well, follow, follow Peter Mizell 1 and Peter Mizell 2. There's oh. a bit of interaction. I think I actually tweeted you the other day and you haven't responded. Because so. I don't know how to. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The man who knows everything there is to know about birds and bird ladders doesn't know how to tweet. Wow. How long have you been holding that in the holster? <laughs> Just sort of it on the spot. That's brilliant. Unfortunately, I think the gun jammed. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow Lester at LesterDiamond28. You can follow me at MW double underscore OH. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully this episode gets to us. If it doesn't, this will be the last time you or you won't hear Lester Diamond. <laughs> Lester, hit the music. Music.